Hey guys, how's it going? This is Jimmy. I'm the Associate Creative Director for Manuel here at AGM, and welcome back to the Facebook Marketing Ninja Podcast. Also, a warm welcome to our new listeners. Go ahead and hit subscribe to catch the latest and greatest social marketing tips and tricks. In today's podcast, Manuel talks about a brief history of advertising, the forms of advertising over the last 100 years or so, and how we're now sitting in front of the biggest wave of opportunity for all brands, big and small alike to reach more of their target audiences easier and less expensive than ever before. Check it out. I want to talk to you guys about the history of advertising in this planet. It's an impressive and very important history to understand because it also guides you towards a point of understanding how much it has evolved to the point that where we are today. It starts with 1836, where traditional print that we know today was actually created. La Press was the one that actually in 1836 said, wait a second, we can actually print this stuff, put it on a paper, and maybe we can eventually sell advertising on it? That was the original way of uh, you know, communicating advertising messages. It made a lot of sense because a company was formed, and those companies were like what we call today media companies. They distribute messages. So what they did was they actually try to capture big audiences, make engaging content, try to make things very interesting for people to go and buy their newspapers. And by doing that, they gathered a big audience and now a brand, Johnson & Johnson or Ellie Lilly or uh, Walmart or whatever was around in those ages, then would actually go in there and put their messages in there. Then they would pay a lot of money for them. The logical thing was that, hey, if we get a lot of people to see our stuff, our newspapers or whatever, then what's gonna happen is that companies are gonna pay us a lot of money for us to put their messages there. You know, so made a lot of sense. So for 64 years or so, the printing press dominated the advertising world. There was nothing else. There was no second place. Incredible, right? 64 years of monopoly. An entire industry just being done through print magazines, newspapers, articles, print, print, print on stuff. And then there was this guy in the 1900s, 1900 apparently, that created the first wave of radio, of wireless technology for like transmitting signals, radio signals. And that started blowing up, as you guys already know. And then in 1920, it became a huge mainstream phenomena. Now people would just listen to you know, all kinds of shows. Uh, they will listen to uh, sports games. They will listen to news, weather forecasts. Everything was going on on radio. So now, again, the same phenomena started happening. Companies, brands realize the opportunity of putting their messages in there. Because why? The big stations had millions of listeners. They would listen to the stations on the cars. They would listen to the stations on their houses nonstop. I mean, this is very historic, right? You would know the granddaddies that we used to have, uh, my granddaddies that passed away, both of them, they, all they did was listen. They got a little drink and they would listen to radio all day long. In that way, maybe there was this uh, oil company that would sell like oil changes, or there was this another company that would sell um, clothing or whatever it is. They would put their messages in front of them and then they would listen to it, absorb it, get the content and then react to it. So that's what was going on. So now we fast forward more and we go to the 1940s. I believe it was 1949 or so when it became a big phenomenon. That was the television era. The television era was the biggest tsunami that the world has ever experienced because it was incredible. At the beginning, only rich families used to have these things on their houses. 
And then it started evolving, just like us today, that we have like computers. And when it all started, it was only for the rich families. The same thing was happening with the televisions. So television now replaced radio. And the radio became kind of the print. And now the television was the new radio, right? And then it kept on evolving like that. Television dominated for about 45 years, pretty much without any competition. Nobody else was even second place. Radio was far behind. Print was falling really far behind. And companies were actually taking advantage of the opportunity. So of course, more companies realize the opportunities. And this is how it happens, guys. This is a logical. I want you to understand the common sense of how this works. Companies see the potential. They realize the opportunity. They grab their money and they put it on those channels to capture more attention, to capture more eyeballs, to get more people to see what they have to offer, okay? So now, in turn, other companies realize that opportunity is big. So now they say, wait a second, this television is actually working. Let's put some money in there. So now more money gets on that channel. And now more companies and more companies and more companies. And now guess what? It gets really crowded in there. So there's less real estate. It's like supply and demand. That's the way it works in this world. If you go to a neighborhood that everybody wants to buy in that neighborhood, the prices are gonna be higher. If you wanna go to the desert and buy yourself a house, then it's cheap. You don't have to pay a lot of money for this house because nobody is requiring to buy houses in there. Nobody has any demand for the properties in that place. So the laws of supply and demand work exactly the same way in the advertising world. Television got really crowded in the 1980s and in the 1990s, most companies, over 90% of brands, cannot afford to do television ads. Imagine that. So you have the greatest media channel ever invented in this planet, and more than 90% of companies in the planet could not put dollars to advertise on it because they could not afford it. So it was a channel, the greatest one, being only controlled by about 10% or less of the brands out there. Pretty impressive if you think about it because now it puts those other 90% companies in their shoes, in their um, you know, tippy toes, like they say, trying to find a solution, you know, trying to find like how do they get more attention, how do they grow their companies. It made it really difficult. So that's up to 1995 or so. And then 1995, the internet world comes around, right? We got all these things becoming mainstream. We got desktops on the houses. We have like people actually using computers nonstop. Then later on, we got 1999, this whole email phenomena went big. People used to send an email, and I remember when this was going on, because I was like a young kid, and I saw this phenomena happen, and I thought it was pretty incredible that I can send a message all over the world with just a couple of clicks at the bottom. So companies started realizing that opportunity and that the world was going in that direction, and they started putting all their energy into capturing those names. Getting email addresses was the gold standard now. Everybody was after emails for a while. So now, the cool thing about it was that when you did email marketing in 1999, when you send out a, an email broadcast out of 100 people, I don't know, maybe 90 of them opened it, 95. So you had a humongous engagement, whatever you were doing, because it was a new opportunity. If you talk about 2018 in this new world, you're talking about a 10% open rate. If you're a genius, 25%, that's it. So it's a different opportunity, right? And then later on, as we went into the 21st century, we had the world of Google now, and they started dominating the world, and they were kings for about a decade. 
Google AdWords in 2002, 2003, you can buy words like, I don't know, um, medicine for like five cents, uh, jeans for five cents, cameras for 10 cents. You can buy anything that you wanted for next to nothing, even though there was an abundance of people in there using it. Google.com was already mainstream and it was being used around the planet by millions and millions and millions of people every single day. So opportunity was humongous and a lot of companies maximized that opportunity. That was huge for many years. In 2008, 2009, it started getting a little bit more expensive, but then they actually bought out this awesome company called YouTube. So now people started building brands on YouTube in 2008 and 2009, and it started blowing up. I believe it launched in 2006, if I'm not mistaken. So YouTube became mainstream and a lot of companies started putting energy into putting their brands in there. Opportunity, it was easy to break through on them. Now, if we fast forward now to 2018, I believe that all those opportunities that have come and that have already gone are nothing compared to what we have in front of us today. Facebook advertising is the greatest, biggest media organization on this planet. No other company, no Google, no CNBC, no NBC, no radio station 95.7, no company in this planet, no media organization has ever captured so much attention. And do you know that less than 5%, listen to this for a second, less than 5% of the brands out there have invested a penny. They haven't invested a penny on Facebook ads. So how does that make sense? You have the biggest social media platform in history, the biggest media platform in history, more than 95% of brands have not even touched it. Does that tell you there's a big opportunity or what? Now, come fast forward all those years, over 200 years to 2018 of the advertising world that we've gone through in this planet. Right now, we are in front of the greatest tsunami of internet explosion, the greatest opportunity when it comes to advertising. So that is the history of marketing in this world. And my point that I wanted to drive home is that that opportunity that people have lived through decades in the past does not even get close to what we're living through today. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Facebook Ninja Podcast. If you want to learn more advanced ninja tactics to grow your business and master social media marketing, then sign up for the Manuel Suarez Coaching Program by heading over to our website, manuelsuarez.com forward slash coaching.